1: I won't get into the, the deep roots of the five-point generals because I, I don't want to give them credibility. And when I start talking about the history of them, that gives them credibility. I'm not here Your to give... Today, if yeah, but if, if I start bigging them up in the terminology, then I'm doing them a favor. I'm not going to do that. These are thugs that, that collectively use firearms to shoot other people. And uh, it's a concern because it's uh, lasted for a period of time, as with other street gangs. And so by giving them titles and talking about their history, I think does more of a disservice. But it does indicate that there is a problem because we have people that are collective in thought, uh, and they'll put a, a color or a tag or a label behind their activity, which is, is to be condoned by all of us.
0: That is Police Chief Mark Saunders today at a press conference uh, talking about, you know, Toronto the good, which has been Toronto violent of late. And, you know, we're on record to break gun violence this year. And he's talking about a long-term investigation that required 800 officers, nine months. And this morning in a pre-dawn raid, they managed to scoop up 70 suspects. And take a number of guns off the street, a huge stash of drugs. They won't say specifics, but the gang that he is referring to is a well-known street gang in the city's West End called the Five Point Generals. And they've got a very wide reach across the GTA and alleged affiliates in both the United States and the Caribbean. And, And the chief says it will deal a significant blow to organized crime, but... We don't know if the accused, and I don't think they are connected to last week's shooting, and and these are a particular group um, of young thugs that have been involved in some really heinous shootings, including that of 11-year-old Ephraim Brown, uh, which happened back in 2007, 2005 or 2007, but he was shot in the throat at a birthday party, and the two men accused in his murder were acquitted. So, these guys are not nice guys, but many of them have been rounded up. I want to bring in Dave Perry, longtime homicide uh, detective with Toronto Police, now with Investigative Solutions Network Incorporated. Hi there.
1: Good to join you again.
0: So, you, I'm sure, are familiar with this particular street gang. Uh, let's talk about this particular, um, you know, project. I think it's, you know, one of the big ones that we haven't seen in a while. But it's certainly the timing of it is interesting because it comes just one week after two sisters were shot. But it has been going on for some time.
1: Yeah, that's the information that I've been getting as well. They've, they've been doing this investigation for many, many months, and. Um, you know, timing being what it was, I think, more driven by where they were in the investigation and by the recent street violence uh, led to quite a massive effort by all the GTA police services.
0: So what's the significance? I mean, as far as taking um, a lot of the the suspected members of of this gang off the street, I don't know how many there are in totality, but what would be the significance of this bust?
1: Well, anytime you have a a massive arrest like this after a project. It does take a bite out of things on the street for a period of time. You know, there were some 70 arrests, so that's 70 people that are going to be going through the court process over the days and weeks ahead. What really remains to be seen is how many of them will actually be held in custody until right. the trials and how many of them will be released. And the way things work these days is probably a better chance than not that more of them will be released and held in custody. So who knows what's next? Um, my guess, my expert opinion on this is that a lot of them will get bail and a lot of them go right back to what they were doing prior to the, uh, the project takedown.
0: Which begs the question, then why go after them at all? You know what I mean? So you get this cycle of the in and out cycle, and some of them will be kept. I'm sure I've done a number of uh, of them. You know, when these projects are busted up, you'll get like the, the higher offenders with the multiple charges and possibly multiple convictions and or past charges, they will end up being detained and, and kept in. But like you said, a lot of these will just kind of get back out and go back to doing what it was that they're doing. So why bother taking them down to begin with?
1: well you know it's the police have to do their job and they have to focus on enforcement and projects but where i think it's broken right now is that you know there's there's multiple levels to this and the first of course is being that there's a revolving door in our court systems and a lot of them will be back out on the streets and now that police officers are not allowed to do street stops and they're not allowed to do carding or investigations like that that's where in my view policing is starting to break down and it's again not the police officers fault it's the way they've been directed to basically not do their jobs and a lot of these uh, people will get out on bail they'll go right back to the gang activity they're going to be driving around in vehicles with other known criminals one of the standard uh, um, you know pro- prohibitions that put on, that is put on a release notice they're not to uh, associate with any known criminals perhaps any knowing gang members, they're not to go to certain areas, of course, they're not to carry firearms and all that kind of stuff. But without street investigations, nobody is nobody's allowed to do this kind of work before. And that's what really started projects and supported projects after takedown is that the police would continue with their enforcement, and quite often these these uh, morons would be right back at it yeah. the next day. But they were getting stopped. They were getting uh, arrested for breaching their, their bail conditions. They were being put put in jail until their sentencing time to Firearms were being seized off them, drugs were being seized off them. But that that part, unfortunately, has been taken away from the police, and it's uh, it's very difficult for them to to really do the appropriate follow up on this that they should be doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure many of them will wear this as a badge of honor. You had one idiot in the uh, back of a police cruiser giving his uh, you know his thuggy friends the uh, the the signs yeah, with his hands the, and that automatic you know
1: extra year on his sentence. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these guys they, they don't care, right? I mean, they're just animals and. And, uh, you know, we all have seen the, the spate of violence across the, the GTA, and especially in Toronto. And and it's it's frightening. I just don't care. It's all about power. It's all about guns and drugs and controlling the streets. And my opinion, you know, you have to make up your mind who you want to control your streets. Do you want the police or do you want the gangs? And uh, I'd always put my vote behind the police.
0: Yeah, look, These I should point out that the Five Point Generals, a couple of their members, uh, and I pointed out that they were involved in a shooting of an 11-year-old kid. I mean, talk about not caring. Uh, the defense in that case was that, you know, Ephraim Brown, this this tiny 11-year-old kid at a birthday party, uh, didn't hear the warnings to get out of the way, like he was supposed to get out of the way of the gunfight. So it's his fault. Yeah. Nonetheless, they were acquitted. Uh, and, of course, since their acquittal, they've been in and out of jail a couple of different times on different charges. But, again, it, this cycle of violence continues.
1: Yeah, it really does. And, uh, you know, it's. I mean, we have to at least stop and, and thank the police for what they've done with this project and to realize the amount of efforts that, that went into a, a big event like today. 800 police officers right across the GTA arresting all of these people. And, again, it will have an impact, but, you know what, all we have to do is watch the news every day for the next uh, two to four weeks and we'll know just really how much of an impact that has it had. You know, will the, will the shooting slow? Uh, I don't believe they'll stop, but will, will they slow down? Will there be, you know, fewer murders in the weeks coming, or will we just keep going the way we're going? It's, it's really time will tell us that.
0: Let, let me ask you this: I mean, we've got legalization of pot now. How much, um, you know, in the next coming months before it's become legal and the black market is competing with the regular market? How much about this is kind of gaining control now uh, of of certain markets and, and really kind of taking control of the streets with this? Well, is it exacerbating an the situation?
1: Yeah, that's hard to say, Alex. But it's uh, it's an interesting point, and, and there could be something behind it. But again, once all of this happens, we'll we'll have a better understanding of the impact on the black market. But just remember, cannabis is, is such a small piece compared to all the other drugs that are being peddled. You know, mm-hmm. the, the coke and the meth and all of the other drugs that are taking a hold the streets. So, it's certainly something that the gangs are more into. It's not say, I'm not saying they don't smell. They don't sell a lot of cannabis in marijuana, too, but they uh, they tend to go to much harder things where they can get higher profits.
0: Yeah, and uh, the fentanyl, which is so cheap to get and uh, killing so many people. But nonetheless, Dave, thanks so much. Appreciate it.
1: It's always a pleasure.
0: Dave Perry, who uh, 28 years on the service, uh, detective uh, with with the Toronto Police, he's seen all this stuff. He's seen all these gang takedowns. So uh, interesting to get his perspective on it. But it's interesting also that the chief of police would have known that this investigation and that many officers were doing this nine month long investigation. Now, I don't know if they pulled the plug because the heat of two little girls being shot. Maybe that's why they pulled the plug. I don't know. But he would have known all the while talking to the media that this investigation was going down and they were in a position of, uh, you know, coming out any day now with this release of of massive arrest. So we'll see what happens if it gets quiet now for a little bit. But, you know, like we said, they come in, they go out and they'll just get back to business and they're brazen. They don't care. I'm Alex Pearson and this is Global News Radio.